Wanna pop in here for a couple minutes? I can say hello to you. Mr. Wanstead. Dave Wanstead. Shane, wake up. NFL head coach for 11 years. The Bears came in here and Dave Wanstead. There's a happy group of overachievers that have been well coached. College football national champion. A number of legends here tonight. Dave Wanstead. Super Bowl champion. Dave Wanstead, one of my, you know, really idols. Football analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. Hey, Dave, you want to bring back the bottle of wine bet? Yeah, you want Kansas City? Go ahead. You All right, you know it. what? You know what? Actually, never, never mind. I rescinded the bottle of wine bet. We started this with Mexican food. Margarita okay. bet. The show goes out okay. to Mexican food with you. Whoever wins the bet has to pay for the margaritas for the group. Okay, that's a, that's a deal. All okay. right, there we go. As long as you pay for dinner, no matter what. Well, right, obviously, you're paying for the food. Yeah. Oh, uh, you guys are the best. something tall and strong. They get a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past 12, but I don't care. He don't care. I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. Speaks is toasting. If you want to come hang out with us at the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage next Wednesday for our QB1 Town Hall. Give us a call, 312-540-0670. Caller 5 and 10. Get a pair of tickets. You can also text us, and we'll send you back a link to register online. If you've got a thought on who the next quarterback of the Bears should be, if you just want to watch the show, if you want to come hang with us next Wednesday, 312-540-0670 is the contest line. Also, you can text us, and Shane will get back to you. Dave Wanstead is with us from sunny Florida. Coach, do you like salt on the rim of your margaritas, sir? Mm. I think he's, I cannot hear Dave. I believe Dave is muted. Is a possibility. All right. Let's see. You got to admit though, that was a good intro. Dave. He's was, not muted. It might be our our issue. So just buffer for a second. Okay. Or filibuster right. for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. Filibuster. I, he's, he'll buffer while we filibuster. Do you, Matt Spiegel, like salt with your margaritas? I do. Um, yeah. Sometimes even like, uh, is it tahin or taijin as it's pronounced? Tahin. Yes. Tahin. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like I like that stuff uh, as well. Uh, Danny, have you ever tried that? Yeah, yeah, no, I have. I but I never have tried to pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> well, that's my job. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> that's my role. Spicy? Do you, do you do you or like flavor? Like, will you go? Will you go jalapeno with your marg? Will you go peach with your marg? What's, I, what's your? I, I what's like your... a I like a spicy marg, but once I go down that, I, I like I can't have a lot of them. It, it, like it just it seems an insane thing to try and do to have a lot of them. You sir, your thoughts? Yeah, margs are dangerous for me. I love them so much. And I will have anything. I pitcher, uh some uh, pitcher of margs, strawberry marg, peach marg, mm-hmm. jalapeno marg, grain marnier is delicious in a in a marg. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'll I'll go I'll go deep on, on the margs. He's no connecting problem. again. We should be okay in a second. All right, good. Uh, that's awesome. We'll uh, keep buffering. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> we we will. We we can buffer with the best of them. I've seen us do it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um interesting that Eddie Jackson has been released. I saw a quote just a couple of minutes ago uh Danny from Eddie Jackson from a story that Josh Schrock had written uh in I believe December over at NBC Sports Chicago where Eddie Jackson said that he would really like to be a part of this thing now that it's going well on the Bears' defense. To go away at this point, that would suck, said Eddie Jackson. So it's interesting to think about the entire arc of his Bears' career 
and where he is now, um, and he wants to be here, but the Bears have moved on. I think we have uh, Coach uh, back with us at this point. I hey, am Coach. here. Coach. I am here. What's happening? You, you guys squeezing me out. Uh, you know, could be a little, take a little break, a little show, last show for a while, and uh, no connection. What's the deal, Shane? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> What's some accountability, Coach. Point of thumb. I, I, I don't know. I don't, what are yeah, you drinking? Danny, Dan, uh, what am I drinking? I'm drinking a little Bradshaw, sipping a little Bradshaw bourbon. All right, go uh, ahead. Danny, Danny, I do like salt with my margaritas. And, yes, uh, I do owe you some margaritas or the, right. or the guys, everybody, I guess. All right, well, you're coming, you're coming in for the draft, right? So we'll go out, uh, we'll go out in, in maybe, maybe April? I'll be here the whole week of the draft. I got all kind of action going on. Yep, that'll be a good week. All right, that, All right. That, that's awesome. That'll, that'll be something to look forward to. What's your favorite Mexican dish to order at the Mexican restaurant, Coach? Oh, here we go. Nachos, without a doubt. <laughs> I just <laughs> eat, not, eat not, nachos three nights a week if I could for dinner. That's it. Love them. <laughs> Perfect answer. Uh, yep. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair released by the Bears. Were you surprised at either move? Uh, no. No, uh, not really. I mean, you know, Eddie bounced back this year, had a better year, did not have a very good year last year, uh, you know, made the Pro Bowl. So he obviously everybody had high hopes for him. But, you know, when, when you look at that secondary, uh, you know, with Terrell Smith, throw him into the mix. We, we signed Gordon back if we get uh, Jalen Johnson back, assuming. Uh you know, it's it's a good young group with a lot of talent, and you always want to try to draft, you know, another young defensive back. So getting a safety would not be a problem. I mean, I said it on the show during the season. I said if we moved uh, Stevenson, you know, to safety, I think he'd be a great safety. Hmm. And maybe, Ter- maybe Terrell Smith is your corner, who's a little bit more athletic, I think, personally, and I think he's a little smoother. Uh, both really good players going to play in this league. But Stevenson's got that safety mentality. He's a really good tackler. We saw that. He's really a tough guy. We saw that. So, you know, I think they could do some things within the structure they have if they don't want to go out and get another guy. That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about Tyreek Stevenson moving there. You're right. Terrell Smith was pretty impressive as a fifth-round rookie. Danny and I were talking the other day. It seems like free safety has kind of become the running back of the defense in terms of value and contract like you don't pay a lot for a free safety um these days eddie got one deal but it's very common to see veteran free safeties jump around even at you know 27 28 29 and certainly in their young 30s they'll 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 jump around and move around this league an awful lot yeah they they do you know and and safety is a position speaks uh that uh, how can I say this? I mean, it's a as important position as anything. I'm not gonna, but I mean, we always, you know, you work from the outside in. By that, I mean your corners, your pass rushers, your defensive tackles, your linebackers, and then the safeties. Uh, and Brisker is kind of a very versatile guy. We all know that he can play up in the box, run support. He's a good blitzer. He's proven that he can cover tight ends. <clears throat> you know, so they what they need in safety, they don't need a killer. They need somebody that's smart and will get the guy on the ground. Uh, The guy doesn't need to be, in my opinion, a great, great player, uh, but he's got to be very smart. He's got to be very instinctive. 
And when he does have to make a tackle, you got to get him on the ground. So uh, I think there's some reasons that that, um, that the Bears are doing this. And I, I feel very confident that they'll be able to fit that role. Do you think then that the biggest need – I think I've asked you this before, but I don't remember your answer. Is it edge rusher then for the defense? Yeah, edge rusher, because I'm, I'm holding out hope with our young two young defensive tackles that we drafted. I, I really like what Billings did last year. I think we got good defensive tackles, good enough defensive tackles that they will improve, and they're young enough. Uh, what I don't see is I think we need a explosive edge rusher. I really do. I, I think we uh, – and if he's, if he's not the starter, you know, he works his way into the lineup and uh, – use them in certain situations. I think that that player could have a huge impact on the team. You know, Coach, it's fascinating. It's such an important position, and it often gets drafted over and over and over again. But are the Bears in a position where they don't need a corner, where they, like, don't even have to think about it too much of the draft, maybe get a couple undrafted free agents in to see who can fight for the bottom? But you've got – I mean, unless they move Tyreek, like you're talking – like you're mentioning, but – Jalen Johnson and Tyreek and Kyler yep. at the starters, and then Terrell Smith, who you mentioned. I think Jalen Jones, as an undrafted guy, has been real good. I know Josh Blackwell is a free agent, but they've liked him in the past. It's like, do they need to draft a corner? No. Um, I mean, do, do you have to? I think you always have to draft a corner at some point in the draft, but you can find a kid, uh, a corner that's got all those intangibles. He's fast, he's tough, you know, and maybe he hasn't had a lot of recognition or. He's coming off, and there's something there that uh, you can see that raw ability, and he doesn't have to come in and be a starter for you. I think that's the key. So I would definitely draft one. Absolutely, I would. But you really probably won't need one, providing you sign Jalen Johnson back. We're talking to Dave Wanstead, Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Did you watch the Kevin Warren interview that he did with Jarrett Payton? I didn't watch it on TV. No, I just heard the comments. You know, that's all. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I did not see it. No, I'm, I'm wondering. But, um, you know, he he was very complimentary of Justin. Uh, he talked a lot about what he is and getting better, and he talked about the value of trading back and acquiring draft assets and how that worked last year and how it could work again uh, this year and all that. And I didn't think that he said anything that was wrong at all. But I was a little surprised that the plan for answering football questions wasn't those decisions are up to Ryan. I'm just here to help him in any way that he needs. Did you did you think at all that he said too much about football? Uh, no, because okay. I don't think he's I don't think he said anything that you wouldn't have said or expected him to say i mean no I, I i thought it was right on point i mean somebody brought that up to me earlier in the week and i said so what do you expect him to do go in and criticize justin fields if no. he's the guy you you want to comment him, you want to uh, compliment him and if you're going to trade him you want to compliment him you know to keep in, in your mind the value up uh so he didn't say anything danny that surprised me uh you know, obviously he did make the point. There was a lot of people thinking maybe that was he going to be involved in the draft? No, I don't want to take that player. I want to take this guy. He, he made that very clear that that's Ryan Poles' wheelhouse and DeFluce is the coach and Ryan does the personnel and I'm here to support him. 
you know, I read something that he said, hey, you, you know, when you want to build something that's going to last a long time, you have to put in time and you have to give it time to develop. So I, I thought he was very, uh, uh, very complimentary about Justin. I thought he was solid with polls, the job he's doing, and Fluce. So I guess at the end of the day, you really didn't say anything. Yeah, well, that's that's a politician oftentimes, right? <laughs> he's, he's good at it. Uh, yep. it yeah, it's interesting. Coach, Dave Wanstead, how many times were you at the NFL's scouting combine when there was a president, uh, a team president there, or a representative from ownership there in your recollection? Because Kevin Warren mentioned that he'd be going to the combine, and, you know, we'll talk about it more well, as the combine uh, approaches, but is it uh, – it, 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 is, is it customary to see a team president go along on a trip like this or not? Not really a team president. Now, I mean, I've, you know, I've gone to, I think, 18 different combines. And uh, uh, I sat with Jerry Jones in the bleachers there at Indy a lot of time and talked with him, you know, as an owner. Uh, I, I've seen several owners there in the past. In fact, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Art Rooney came through. I mean, I, I, I'd have to sit down and go through it, but it was not. Uh, yeah, not I've, heard, I've heard. I've heard George McCaskey has gone in previous years. George is probably gone. Yeah, Michael never went when I was at the Bears, but I'm sure George is gone. And uh, uh, as far as presidents, you know, there could have been. I, I, I I'm just kind of going going back here a few years. No, I, I can't. I'm sure there were. I would be willing to bet there were. I don't know if Ted Phillips ever went or not. You know, if George went, Ted may have gone. Uh, mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me. And Kevin Warren, I think he's trying to gather information, too, and get a little bit educated. Whether he was there when he was at Minnesota, probably not, because he was in a different role with a different title, just working with stadium and finances. Now he's overseeing the big, um, you know, he's got the, the whole, the whole uh, umbrella that he's overseeing. So, you know, I think he, he's probably smart and saying, I'm going to go to this thing and just see what goes on, you know, not, not have an opinion, just watch what the scouts and the coaches and what the players do on the field, what goes on in the interview rooms. I mean, there's so much that happens there and what happens with players getting their physicals and stuff. So, I think it's a smart move for Kevin Warren to go there and get educated. That's how I would put it. How's it been going with you? Have you been working with uh, draft prospects down there? Combines in two weeks. Uh, you know what? I haven't done much yet. Talked talking to some kids. Uh, no, I, actually, I uh, I've just been playing a little golf. I played in the uh, PGA uh, Pro Am, the Senior Tour yesterday. I played in the Pro Am with some guys from the Rich Carlton, they invited me to play and uh, just been doing that stuff. I really haven't bit into the draft stuff real heavy yet, but I'm, I'm about to. Any celebrities, to to- any celebrities in that pro-am? Anybody we would know in that pro-am with you uh, yesterday? I mean, you're, you're a big enough celebrity for us. That makes us happy. Well, I don't know. Is um, Freddie Couples, is John Daly? I don't know. Those guys do anything for you? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, John, okay. Fred Couples, good putter, John Daly. Good drinker, B- big smoker. Still, John. Yeah. John is finally back. He's allowed. He's back. Uh, back in the tournament. It was great to see him there. Absolutely, you know. Bernard Langer. I sat in. You know, he he had. He was using the locker next to mine, so we talked for a little bit. So, yeah, there's there's some people here. How, how well do you know John Daly? Uh, I don't. I met him about 
five years ago and right away because of the Arkansas Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones connection, we had a, a common, uh, common thing to talk about. And uh, yeah, so we, we had a little conversation. That, but that's it, really, just on the golf course twice. So uh, two weeks out from the combine, right? what has Ryan Poles accomplished at this point versus what he still needs to before he gets there? Like, what, what, are they do, what are they doing right now? Well, obviously they got the list of guys that are going to be there. Uh, they're going through the preliminary report from a medical standpoint. Uh, from a character standpoint, they're, they're not talking. The drills and the physical part, that is locked in. I mean, they're not concerned about seeing how fast um, player X runs, okay? I mean, you know, they that that's interesting to them, but they like him as a player. They know he's going to be fast enough. But it's the Jalen Carters of last year of the world that might have, and I use the word might have, a character issue that, that Ryan Poles is going through the list right now and say, when we bring you, these are the guys we got to bring in for interviews. And these are the guys we've got to target. And these are the things we have to find out. So anybody that's out there with all the scouts and directors, we need to be trying to hit people up, talk to them, see what they know about these players and, and our concerns are here. So that's kind of what, you know, what's going on right now. See, that, that's interesting. And then at the Combine, I mean, we've talked a lot about this dynamic. I, I don't know whether you buy it or not, that Caleb Williams is checking you out while you're also checking him out. And you gotta be nah. con- you got to be conscious of that. Do you buy that or not, Dave? I, I don't buy that, Spigs. Not one bit. I mean, that, no. He, 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 he's coming on a job interview. And, uh, yeah, on a job interview, sure, you, do you check the employer out? Absolutely. But I don't believe, and I've talked to some people this week going back to Gonzaga High School, where he went to high school in D.C., that, you know, that swear the kid's a good kid, and, and his dad's doing a little bit of talking and so forth. But the kid's a good kid, and at the end of the day, uh, if he ends up in Chicago, that he would be excited to be a Bear. I mean, that's what that's what the people that have known him since high school, since he was, you know, 17, 8, 16 years old, whatever. That's what they say about him. Well, that, but obviously, they're, they're going to be a little biased, but I get that, you know? Yeah, well, that, well, that's really interesting. Yeah, we talked to his high school coach on this show um, a couple of weeks ago. Right. Um, yeah, I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for a call from him. He hadn't got back to me yet, but yes, go ahead. All right, so you talked to somebody else who's, who's known, him, known him back at that long. Yeah, yes. you know, it, it's like they're digging around. We think about you and Curtis Enos a lot. We really do, Coach. It's a fact. Like, as much as you looked into courtesy and has felt like you had all those different sources and you still don't know. So they're doing yep. that kind of digging. And it sounds like you've done a little, or at least it's been presented to you, and the Caleb stuff has been good so far. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything that would uh, scare me away from the kid's desire to win, the desire to be great, work ethic, uh, any of that stuff. I haven't heard anything, you know, but, uh, but we got to what three months before the draft, there'll be a lot of stuff stirring around between now and then. There's some fallout and some secondary Super Bowl storyline stuff, Dave, that, uh, want to get your opinion yeah. on. Um, we'll do it. We'll do it on the other side. Defensive coordinator was the fall guy for, for the San Francisco yep. 49ers. 
Uh, we got we got we got some uh, fallout from that big game with Dave Wanstead next on the score.